0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the first episode of the Rose on Podcast. I'm your host, Kingston, and I'm here with...
1: TJ, you hmm,
0: know what I'm saying? My co-host. We're doing a big, doing a live, trying to get somewhere with this. Hopefully it goes somewhere. So, let's we'll jump right into it. first topic today is going to be motivation. Uh, but after, uh, but before the topic, we're going to get a little introduction of ourselves. Um, you want to go first or me, you go first? Uh, so, originally from Jamaica, uh, came to the States, I'm definitely West Coast baby, shout out to L.A. Uh, and then uh, after L.A., I came out here to Washington State for school. Um, shout out to Tacoma. Uh, <laughs> um, for me, uh, life growing up, it wasn't like, it was really nothing special. Uh, I went through a lot of stuff, uh, a, lot of, a lot of traumatic situations. Um, but I, I didn't have like a like a super rough rough childhood. Like it was bad. Don't get me wrong. But like everything wasn't like always always terrible. You know what I mean. Like grew up hand me downs and you know taking the bus everywhere. And my parents did did what they could. You know what I mean. But it wasn't like it wasn't nothing to say like they didn't do nothing for me or it wasn't nothing like um, my my dad wasn't never around. My mom was never around. Cause it, that was never the case. You know, I wasn't uh, my parents in my life regardless. Uh, as far as school goes, uh, I was always a good. I was a was a good kid in school. I got about average grades, and then once like middle school hit, I was I was, I was class clown, bro. I was, <laughs> that was I me. I, always, I, was, I, I, I was definitely class clown, but um, I always did my schoolwork, and um, when it came to stuff like testing, I was, I, I really want to pass a lot of tests like that, and um, I I didn't know why until like, I went to college. I found out I had I had ADD, and. Uh, like, I felt like if I would've known that back then, like I would have would like get some help. But like so like my mom, like she thought like she thought like I was just like fuck around in school, you know, like I was just like wasn't paying attention, but it was really more like I couldn't focus. You know, like I, I couldn't I could sit there for so long, like, I would just I would fidget, I would tap my uh my pencil or my yeah, pen, yeah. making beats and stuff. Like I I was, just, I, was, I, was I would or, or I, would, I would start drawing, like I was I was always doing something else but like focusing and just I never knew what I was, but then like um I uh as I like, got older, I think like like around like seventeen, eighteen, um I I went to uh therapy and my therapy my, my therapist was telling me she was like, Do you know that you have A D D? And I was I was like, No And she was like every time like we have a session, like you're staring off but like you're listening. Like I like I'll listen, but I'll just look off in the distance or like I'll just yeah, yeah. start fucking with something and, like I I never knew why, like like people were like was like get mad at me about that, but like, it was, it was something that like I couldn't control, you know. So, she's the one who pointed it out to me, and um, uh, after high school, uh, I ended up going to coronary school. I, I left for job court twenty fourteen, uh, April first twenty fourteen. Um, I went for cornea school. Job corps for uh, basic training out in uh, Mount Vernon, Washington, and um, throughout throughout my time there, like it's it's. It's a college, pretty much. Like it's like job course. like so. If you know what job course is, like, um, it's it's a college campus setting. You live, you live in dorms, you live on campus, um, and you go to school for whatever trade you want to do. Lots so like culinary, cement masonry, um, CNA, which is like nursing, and like carpentry. You know all different kinds of, you know, different different trades that go into the uh, the the work field when when you get out. But you also get paid while being there too, and um, all the expenses are are paid for. So it, it's it's literally free. It's like it's like free college. Like you don't got to pay for nothing, but just like your your either your plane ticket or a Greyhound just uh, to get to get to the campus, and um, it's pretty cool because, um, like on weekends, you can go out and do do whatever you want. Like of course there's, there's like a curfew, but like you can, but like if you like if you stay on campus during the weekend, there's like you c- you can go like in like the town. There's like there's malls and like restaurants and hotels and bars and stuff you can you can go to and just ha- have a good time. And then there's there's stuff like um, uh, there was this place, damn I forget what it's called. There's there was like this like uh, rec center. On the campus, um, it's a big pool hall. There's two of them actually. There's one with just like a big pool hall. It was like ten pool tables. We have like pool tournaments, like play for like money and stuff. And then like in the back, there's like separate like like living rooms you can go into. Oh yeah. yeah you yeah. could like bring your game and you know have little game tournaments or have like 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 little like movie nights. It was dope. It was pretty dope. It was
1: like almost like a game room type.
0: Show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. And um, that was dope. Uh, I met I met a lot of, a lot of cool people there. Um, you meet people from like all around the world. Like I was surprised to see like I met people from like Africa and like parts of Egypt, and I met some people from like India, and um, I met a couple of dudes from Ireland, and some people, some people from like the UK was there, and it was just it's it's dope. You meet, you meet other people there, so like so I went there for a couple of years at the bit training for uh, culinary. And, um, you know, all, all throughout high school, like I had no idea like what I want to be. Like even, even as a kid, like I had no idea what I wanted to be when I, when I uh, grew up. Um, culinary kind of just came around like uh, my freshman year of high school. I took this, uh, this uh, class called Pro Start. It was a little cooking class. And everything I was doing like in the class, it just, it came so natural. Everything was so easy for me, you know? But I feel like it was easy because it was hands-on, you know, go, go, yeah. go, going back to the ADD thing. Like, it was, it was hands-on, so I, I was focused, you know. So, like, <clears throat> whenever I get, like, a recipe or, like, I would see, like, like, if, like like you know how, like, when how, I first met you, I told you if I can see, I can make it. Yeah, yeah, that, I
1: remember that. I remember that.
0: That part of my brain, like, like that skill came from uh, me drawing as a kid. Like, I first started drawing, in, I was in first grade. I'll never forget it. I had this Dragon Ball Z um, coloring book and I had this uh, wax paper and like a, a regular you know just like a, a regular uh, line paper notebook and I would look at the picture and I would just draw it and then if I didn't get it right I would trace it and then I'll, I would I would trace the whole picture and then I'll put it to the side and grab a piece of line paper and then copy what I traced so that way like every detail was like on the other piece of paper that I had so that so that like Copying thing, that like mimic, that like mimicry thing, that's where like that skill came from. When I was doing that, and like literally like up until now, like even as as an adult, like I would just see something and I can do it. Or I can see, I can draw it. If I can see it, I can make it. So when it came to cooking, uh, the chef would show me, you know, make this recipe. But, like even though like she would, like explain it, I want to understand it. But if I can see it, I can do it. So that's where that's where I came from. So corner school became, it became real easy. Like real, real easy. Um, but not not all of it. Not all of it's easy. There there's some hard stuff. Like um, like what certain foods go with this or like temperature time and control. Like a lot of foods like you see on like Master Chef or Hell's kitchen, like a lot like even though like the episodes are like kind of short, like a lot of that food takes like at least like forty five minutes per hour to make, especially like a, a filet mignon. Like that like a, like a well done filet. Taking, taking it between 20 to 40 minutes depending on how big the cut is you know what I mean so like oh, yeah. a lot of that stuff takes time and plus like like you're cooking a steak right why you're cooking a steak you're making the sides and you're making the sauces and you put everything on the plate and make sure everything is still hot and you know ready to go and it's just uh, there's, there's a lot to cooking than just just cooking and I feel like a lot of people don't um, don't really realize like because
1: you gotta like multi-
0: oh yeah yeah yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's 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 bro it's yeah it's, i would burn something <laughs> it's perfect for people who have add because you're focused on so many different things So like if you get distracted easily it's so, it's perfect because you can just fucking solve so, so many different things at one time it's just i don't know it's it, it, it's a big learning curve if you don't know how to cook but it's definitely something that uh is very helpful because after after i graduated um usually when you go when you go to like a, co- a college or like you know a trade school, or whatever you only graduate with like one to three certifications. I graduated with eleven certifications. Oh damn! Yeah, and oh, that, that yeah, and that, and that was only from being there from twenty fourteen to a little after twenty sixteen, so a little over like 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 two two and two and a half years, three years, right? Um, I got about three certifications culinary, uh, one in like serving. I couldn't take the bartender. Uh. The, the bar and service um course because i wasn't 21 yet i was only 20. i went i, I went when i was 19. so i um, i wasn't legal I to do the, um, the alcohol test or whatever but then I, I even ended up getting a counseling degree there too so that shit was dope and and i ended up being a, a peer mentor on campus and you know it's just, a, a lot of good came out of it and um i feel like what kept me going um being there was, um, listening in the past, like, when I first came around, like, I was, uh, as a kid, like, I got, I got bullied a lot, bullied a whole lot, my skin color, the way I talk, and, because my family's, like, all, like, like, different colors and stuff, you know, so I, I got, I got teased a lot, and, uh, I finally got tired of that shit, and, uh, I like boxing. I picked up my first pair of gloves when I was five years old. My dad, ha- my dad has a picture of me holding up some uh, ticker boxing gloves, and and he's holding a little puncher bag with with his hand like this, <laughs> and I'm posted up. He has he has a little uh, puncher bag, or whatever. Bro, right. it was <laughs> it's the it's the funniest thing I ever seen in my life. Like, cause I I was so little, you know, and I got these big ass boxing gloves on my hand, you know. But it was it's dope. Like, boxing is definitely. Um, Another good way to get um, uh, a lot of anger out, but because it, teach it teaches you a lot of discipline um, mentally and and physically. So I, I started doing boxing, and then I stopped getting teased. It was, after that, it was, it, it was a wrap. You know what I mean? And then, um, after boxing, like I just uh, like I said, I found culinary, and like I love both so much. Like I didn't know what to do, so I ended up dropping boxing for a couple of years because I wanted to focus on. My um, culinary career, and not only that, my mental health was really bad. I, w- I went through a really bad, um, depressing stage, in my life. Um, first time I ever remember feeling depression, I was thirteen. I was like 12, 13 years old, and that's when I first started writing like uh, poetry and lyrics and stuff. I was like real deep into, like um the mind and uh, feelings and stuff like that. I was I was I was a lot softer back then, you know. I, you know, when you're a kid, your your feelings are a lot are a lot more stronger than you're when when you're an adult. So. I was deep in my mind but like the stuff I was writing was like was like advanced for like my age like the words yeah. that I was using soon as I was using like everything was like really like advanced for my age so um, but like I never told anybody I didn't tell anybody I wrote poetry till I was like 18, 19, 20 like in like in my my late teens but I have three or four books just full just full of pages front to back just what I went through and what I seen, and you know all the things that I learned, and you know heartbreaks and family issues and deaths, and you know everything up from then to now, and uh look at me now, you know doing it
1: hey. doing it Shit. What, ain't me. <laughs> you look like you have more fun I didn't really do much but you know I'm from Seattle born and raised here from the south end Charlotte 206 you know know I was, shoot let me see how to start this fuck like, it we gonna get deep we, gonna get, get deep. Okay, we right. gonna get deep we gonna get I'm deep I'm gonna let y'all know instead of hiding it I've been hiding it for years but from when I was born to like the age of five, I was bouncing from houses to houses. Mm-hmm. My birth mother was on drugs. Oh, wow. And, you know, she she wasn't stable. She couldn't keep the house for shit. Right. So, we were either going to my grandma's or grandpa's or some nigga's house. But right. that caught up to her. Then, you know, the system came, got me and my little brother but I didn't know, like, my little brother was born, Yeah. but I never met him right. until I was in the system. So when CPS came around, that's when the first time I met him, he was like, I want to say like six or seven months.
0: So you were adopted too?
1: Yeah, I'm adopted, yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy, same. I got adopted uh, at the age of 11 on November 20th. I was adopted at birth. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so from, like, the age of five all the way to 11, I was in foster care. Mm. But the thing is, the uh, woman that was my foster care mother, Mm. her son is the one that adopted me. So I stayed in the family. I didn't go nowhere. Yeah. But the real reason why he adopted me is because if they didn't adopt me, then they were going to separate me and my little brother. Oh, shit. Yeah, because my grandma, you know, she was getting a little too old. Yeah. And... And we were her first foster care children. That's crazy to me. And, you know, we got a chance with another family, which I'm thankful for. Right. I learned a lot. Right. And I felt like if I was, like, still my birth mother, Mm. like, I'd probably be in the street somewhere, you know, homeless, you know, doing whatever, getting in trouble, you know, trying to survive, whatever. But, now I'm glad they gave me a chance. And, you know, like, from there, just looked up to the man that adopted me you mm-hmm. know as a real father i never looked at him like oh yeah you just adopted me yeah blah. blah, blah. i seen him like as a bloodline father yeah, you know yeah and that's how course. i am with all my siblings too because i got a total of like nine siblings yeah five brothers four sisters right and only got one little brother and one little sister the rest are older than me yeah so i never say yeah uh, those are my adopted, you know? Yeah, family, it's because it's so it's,
0: it's disrespectful. so disrespectful. Yeah, yeah.
1: Not only that, like, I see it as how, because I was in that family since five. So, like, right. basically, like, damn near my whole life, I was with that family. So, I see that as, like, a bloodline. But, like, you know, they put me in school. They supported, helped me. You know, they was kind of hard on me because from elementary to high school, I was a hard-headed.
0: So, <laughs> I was same. class clown yeah. I was
1: saying Fuck my grades yeah, yep. For freshman And sophomore year <laughs> yep. I'm not gonna lie Like I was just Fucking around just Trying to get at the bitches Like yeah. That was just me Like young minded yeah. You know what I'm saying Boy like, shit Boy shit Yeah, yeah exactly boy shit. But then I started to see Like how bad it was Like fucking me up mm. To like progress To like graduate So I was like Alright let me stop Let me get my shit focused You know what I'm saying So Junior year came around And, you know, that's when I started getting into, like, B's and C's. Mm -hmm. And then senior year came around. That's when I was A's, B's, only A's and B's. Like, I was trying to stay focused. Mm -hmm. I even went to an alternative school called New Start. Mm -hmm. Nothing wrong with that school. That shit was low-key lit. I'm not even going to lie. It was a small school, but it was hella cool. Like, it was hella chill. A lot more helpful than the bigger school. Like, you get, like, more attention on you. Like, if you need something, like, they'll actually sit there and help you. Yeah. Like, you know, because you know how the like, other schools be, like...
0: Whatever. Yeah, like, yeah. you're going to have to figure it out on your own. Yeah.
1: start was actually helpful. So, when I went there, I was able to actually get my, all my credits my senior year in, in like, January. Mm-hmm. And that's when they're like, you know what? You know, we'll give you a late start. You take a couple classes off your schedule. So... Once I did that, honestly, I didn't see no point of going to school. So that's when I started uh, working at Chipotle. You dropped out? No, 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 no. I would show up, but then I would skip. Okay. But then I was like, if I'm going to be skipping, I might as well get a job or something at least make some money. Right. So I started working at Chipotle, and I did that all the way till I graduated.
0: That was your first job?
1: No, my first job was McDonald's. Oh, shit. I was 16, bro. Yeah. I was ready to get my Mc, Look,
0: listen. McDonald's don't hire anybody. Nah, for real, <laughs> God, <laughs> McDonald's... McDonald's hey, look. If y'all want a job at McDonald's or Walmart, hire anybody. <laughs> anybody. I don't hear none of
1: y'all niggas saying you can't find a job. Bro. McDonald's will hire your ass
0: ASAP. And look, it, it may not be the job you want, but it's a job regardless. Money is money. Money is money, honestly. It
1: don't matter how you get it. As long as you stable, Facts. And you sticking to it. Facts. I ain't talking about no illegal shit. I'm talking about the legal way, but know what I'm saying? Ain't nobody judging you if you do it the legal way. Facts.
0: Everybody got their own ways. Yeah, right. There's nothing wrong with a nine to five. There's Nothing, nothing wrong with a nine to five. It's stressful. It's slow money, but it's good money. Yeah. It's clean money.
1: Yeah. you know, and on, you know, it depends on your work, worth that get. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. i say mine's is pretty damn good, but. It takes so much in me to just like. Patience. Like, bro, like, there's days where I just wanna give up. And I'm like, and then I just think to myself, like, you know what? If I give up, then I'm gonna just still be at the bottom. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just gotta keep pushing myself to elevate, you know, more in life. So, like, that's what I try to do, like, with myself. Like, every year, I try to elevate myself. Like, oh, okay. Like, Let's say like last year, had my first apartment to myself. Right. One bedroom. Right. I was like, it's cool. It's a cool feeling. Got my right. own shit. You know, right. I was pivoting it out. Right. It it feels dirty. good. That's, you that's, know, that's, it felt good. That's, that's felt the best good. feeling in
0: the world when you, when you, when, you call, when you get something accomplished and you have your own stuff.
1: Yeah. And then I was like, you know what? It's time to elevate. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So that's when I got my new spot now that I'm at now. Too bad, too bad. Yeah. Big as fuck. Big it difference. Nice. Like. It's nice, too. So now, like, now I just, after I got that place, I was like, okay, I'm one step closer to get a house. Right. But the house I want to get, and I will push myself to get it, right. is a fucking lake house, bro. Okay. If I get that, okay. bro, it's Bro, I, I see you, bro. I, I see could, you. I see you. You know what I'm saying? Then I can actually say I did it. You know what I'm saying? That's because that motivation. Throughout the years, I literally started from the bottom, like. From job wise, yeah, like went to fast foods, mm-hmm. warehouses, you know, a whole bunch of warehouses jobs. I ain't gonna lie, I was hopping from warehouses jobs. Living my parents, you know, didn't had to pay rent, so it's not like I needed to keep the motherfuckers. So right, I was just hopping from warehouses to warehouses. Then probably like at nineteen, that's when um, you know, you know Isaiah, mm-hmm. yeah, he um, he was working at the railroads. And then he was like, come through. He was like, get your license, come through. Nigga, I got my license the same week he told me to come through. Mm-hmm. And I was like, all right, bet, let's see what this is about. You know, I, I didn't know nothing about making 19 an hour. That was my first time making that much, you know, because wow. Warehouses was paying me like 13 14 an hour. Oh, wow. And at McDonald's, I was making like 10 an hour so, you wow. know what I'm saying? So when that 19 an hour hit... That's when I was like, okay, so this is what it feels like to make more money. Real money. So, now, now that I was making that money, then I was like, okay, let me see what I can do with this. So, uh-huh. I saved up, and that's when we got a house. Like, we rented out a house from a friend we knew back in high school because his dad was renting it out. So, yeah. since he knew us, he let us rent it out. So, rent was only 1000 yeah. So, $500, 500. Then we started paying rent. Then I don't know, you know, you got these extra bills that you don't really know nothing about. Yeah. Like, I didn't know that came with the house. Yeah. So I'm like, fuck, So, I'm over here stressing. And, you know, I, I thugged it out though. Like, I pulled the hours for it because, you know, I don't like to be behind on shit. But you know, eventually you are going to fall behind because there's always going to be one thing after another popping up. And then it's just going to have you stress the fuck out. Shit happens. But at the end of the day, I always tell myself, you know, don't give up. Because, you know, you're just going to keep pushing yourself back down. And I ain't trying to keep that down.
0: Exactly. Yep. That's the hustle part.
1: Grind never stop.
0: Yeah, that's the hustle part. Um, so, back to the childhood. You were, so, you was in foster care. You was in foster care,
1: yeah. Yeah, I was in foster care.
0: Um, what was that like?
1: Honestly, um, at first, honestly, at first, I don't know how to feel about it. I was just missing my mom.
0: Like, did you like realize you was in foster care, or like, did you like didn't predict really, really nothing of it?
1: Well, they, I was young, so I was like five, so, yeah. you know, my other family was basically telling me, like, you know, it's just temporary, you know, you'll be back soon, so I'm thinking, okay, I'm gonna just be staying with this lady, you know, probably, you know, a month or some. Mm. then I'm gonna be back with my family, so, like, when those months were going by, you know, it just started making me realize, like, I probably won't never see him. and... You know, it, I had a really bad depression over that. Like, mm-hmm. I was always crying every night. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't know what was going to happen to me. And, you know, I, I just felt broken. Like, I didn't know what to do. Was, like, I had no power. Like, right, right. Helpless. I can't do nothing, you know?
0: Yeah. So, help so it, like, it, like, fucked
1: me up bad as a little kid. But but throughout the years, like, living with her, like, she took good care of me. Like, put clothes in my back. Took me to church. Yeah, I was a church boy. Yeah, yeah I was I, too. I, I was in the choir.
0: Uh, my my mom now is a is a is a minister. Yeah. Yeah. So I trust me. I I grew up in the church. I, I know I know how it is.
1: Yeah, I was in church. I was you know doing all that you know Just trying to be a good kid you know. And it's crazy because she was living on her own. You know, my grandma's husband passed away. R. P and her son had passed away too so yeah, i RIP. RIP to both of them for rest peace. but it was just you know an uh, older woman raising two boys right. a five year old and a six month old boy like damn you know like props to her you damn. know that's why I got this rose hat on it you know cause I'm blessed for her and you know like she's the one that really raised me into the guy I am now like she taught me everything mm-hmm. you know like, she always gives me speeches. Always. Like, she gives me them lectures. Lectures. Like, it's nothing, bro. That's, like that's my grandma, it's bro. It's nothing, bro. Every time I see her, she always has to lecture me. But I actually do sit down and listen. Because mm-hmm. she ain't going to tell me nothing wrong. Nothing wrong, it's yeah. There's always going to be something right, you know? So, you know, as a man, I just sit down, you know, listening to her and take her advice. Because you know, your family is always going to be there and they're never going to guide you into the wrong path, you know, so it's always good to get that advice from them, you know, like, I'm not even scared to ask my parents, like, what should I do, like, I'll always go to my family first, right, because I I know I make some dumbass mistakes, but, but, I, I should be good, though, I hope, you know, I ain't going to lie, my life ain't perfect, but...
0: I mean, nobody's is, Yeah, man.
1: I ain't, but I'm real humble about it, you know what I'm saying? And I stay, like, low-key about it. I don't like even, like, flexing my shit. Mm-hmm. I don't think you ever would see me flex my shit, bro. Like, there's no point in that. Mm-mm. It's going to bring a lot of fake people around.
0: Yeah. 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 That's like when I was telling people about this uh, this podcast, like... You know, I was excited about it. I, I think the first one I told you was, was you. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I remember correctly, it was you and my uh, my brother Jarvis. Shout out to Jarvis Miller, man. That's my nigga, man. But, uh, uh, yeah, you guys are the first people I told about it. I, I literally woke up that day, and I was motivated. I, I made a post about it on, on Instagram. By the way, if you guys want to follow me, it's uh, King KingDeLaRosa uh on Instagram. So, K-I-N-G underscore d-e underscore l-a underscore r-o-s-a uh on on ig and um yeah bro i, I met i made a video about it I, I literally just woke up one day like no bullshit like it sounds cliche but like i literally woke up one day and was like i'm gonna do a podcast i'm gonna do youtube because like I, i've heard like like in the past people were telling me you should do youtube you should do audiobook you should you know read some of your poetry you know stuff like that and you know that the people who who knew who knew what they at the, point the time were like you know you should you should, publish this or like write a book or like you know do like a documentary, but like the the kind of person that I was back then I was like, I was never like I, I never wanted to put myself out there like that, you know I I was too like, too like closed off too shy too like insecure and you know I wasn't I wasn't motivated to do something like that because like I wasn't something that was like on my play, it wasn't on my mind, you know what I mean? It yeah, was it yeah. wasn't something that I really wanted to do. You know I was focused on on, on too many uh, too much other things at the time, you know. But what really got me, uh really motivated me, uh the last time I heard it was my brother Shereen Um and if y'all know me, y'all know y'all know who Shereen is, so I'm gonna explain it to you. But uh he was like I I showed him one of uh one of my poems in uh December and um he just like looked at me like he's like, Bro, you need to like do something, like do YouTube, do a podcast, like the same thing else was saying. But like it meant more coming from him because he's known me for such a long time. That that's my brother, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, um, he knows me and he he knows what I've been through. But he was like I didn't know he, he, he's like he's like, I knew that you wrote poetry, but I didn't know you could write like this. And um it made me smart because I was like, damn, like, I didn't know, like, the things that I went through and how I worded it was so powerful, you know? He was like, cause like, this shit is deep. Like, he was like, this stuff could help somebody else out and, like, it can get through, he, he, he was like, this stuff can get somebody else through the same thing and it, it can help somebody. And I was like, bro, I was like, honestly, like, I never thought about it that way, you know? I was so, like like, stuck in my ways and, like, you know, just, Getting out, getting my feelings out on paper because I wasn't, always, I wasn't really able to like express myself, you know, because I kind of like I'm not, I'm not trying to blame this on my mom, shout out to Charmaine Blackburn, I'm not trying to blame this on her, but um, like growing up with her, like you know, she she went through a lot, um, through her childhood, you know, I didn't, I learned a lot about her growing up and um, growing up in that, in that family, like it was real, like verbally abusive. Yeah. So I would get yelled at a lot. And, you know, most of the time it was for stuff that I didn't really do. Um, it was just her, like, either having a bad day or going through whatever. And uh, at the time, her and my dad were married. And uh, they got divorced. I was around, like, 15, 16, around there. They, uh, they ended up getting divorced. And, like, the way I, like, at first, like, I, I didn't know what was going on. Because they were just getting getting into like arguments and fighting a lot, and like they was never like that. It was literally some like I don't know what type shit. So I I, I was like, it was like the end of middle school, beginning of high school, and, like in between that summer. Um, it was like it was like around June. We used to live uh, near Hirtop on uh, Totem Verde um, by the uh, Long by the uh, Long Elementary, and um, I came home one day. From school and the doors were locked. And mind you, I have a key. I have a house key. It was me, my little brother Davion, and two of two of my girl cousins, uh Talaji and Mimi. We all we all lived together in the same house. Plus my dad and my mom. We all lived in a two-bedroom apartment. And um I came home one day and the doors were locked and I could open the door. And there was this big ass lock on the door, and like I, I didn't know what it was. You know, I was I was like fourteen. Fifteen, fourteen 14 at the time, you know? And um, I couldn't get in. I called my mom, didn't answer. I called my dad, didn't answer. So I'm freaking out. I'm like, bro, like, why can't I go in the house? So uh, I have this cousin named Nina. I, I call her my auntie, cause she's older than me. So I, you know, but, uh, I, call, I call her. Mind you, she lives all the way in Oregon. So I call her. I'm freaking out. I'm crying. I, ca- I call. I her because she's the one like me and her were uh, really really close. Uh, so I called her. I'm crying. I'm like I can't open the door. Like no one's answering the phone. Like I don't know everybody is at. And like I look in the window and like all the stuff is gone. So I'm like Damn. I'm like what the hell is going on? Like I'm I'm freaking out. I'm on my on my head like I'm 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 panicking at this point. And then so she gets a hold of my grandma. And. Um, she came all the way down from Oregon to pick me up. And mind you, that's like a two or three hour drive, bro. Damn, she mobbed. Mobbed. So, um, she came and got me and went to my grandma's <laughs> house. Um and uh my grandma ended up getting contact with my mom and um I found out like I found out like that's when they were like splitting up. Uh, I at the time like I didn't really know anything about divorces. I was so young, you know what I mean? Like and I know like, that they're going to divorce so like um she ended up we ended up moving to like a whole different area like a whole different area of the of the city and um it was just weird so like I, I like maybe like a year or two after that um I came home one day I, I was high school at the time I'm like in like 10th grade a year or two goes by um I think I'm like 16 15 and a half, 16 years old. And uh, yeah, I think I was, I was definitely 16. I was 16. And um, I come home one day after school and I see all these papers on the table. Mind you, I, I get home first for everybody. Um, where I lived on uh, 56 in Orchard. And if y'all know 5'6, y'all know five, Six is the hood. So, like, and I used to go to Wilson High School. So, from south side to the north side, I'm taking two or three buses to school every day you know, home, like, it's like, it's like a two, three hour bus ride back and forth every day, right? Damn. So, so I, but somehow, you know, I, I, I always got home first. So, I get home and all these, all these people on the table. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I look, and I, it says divorce and, like, a whole bunch like, legal, like, the first paper I noticed, it said divorce. That's the first thing I, I, I remember seeing. It said, it was like, just divorce and legal notice and, eviction notice and bankruptcy and like all like i'm like what is going on like i don't know what to think so then like i'm looking i'm looking at the papers and uh I hear my mom come come uh, uh up the steps so i i, I did to my room act like i don't know nothing right i sit in there doing my homework and she comes in there and it's like i need to talk to you i don't think i'm in trouble because the way the way the way she said it she was like i need to talk to you I'm like, fuck, what do I do now? <laughs> you know, I was like, damn. I was like, what the fuck do I do now, right? Type shit. Boy. Right. I want to get my eyes beat or something, you know? She, like, it, the look in her eyes, like, i I never seen it before, ever, ever. I'll never forget it. She sat me down. I remember we sat on the couch. I sat on the left side of her. And uh, I was nervous. I was nervous as fuck. Cause I'm thinking I did something wrong. She's like, I was... I wanna let you know before things get crazy that um she's like I I, I don't want to say this because like she paused for like a long time. She's like, I don't wanna say mm-hmm. this, but like me and dad are getting divorced. I was stuck. I was like, oh this shit is real. And I don't know why, bro, but like I didn't I didn't even ask her why. I didn't ask her why at all. I I don't know why I didn't ask. But I didn't ask. And um, she was like, Me and Daddy getting divorced. And so like, we just can't see eye to eyes. A lot of things going on that you guys aren't going to understand right now. So, right now, we're not living together and um, I'm divorcing him. And, uh, you know, being not understanding, uh, I got mad. Because uh, I'm my daddy's boy. For hey. sure. For sure. I'm 100% my daddy's boy. And it's not nothing that my mom, like, did, like, per se, but, like, we we always butted heads when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's just because it was just... It was just I, don't, I, I, I don't know. I don't know what it was, but we, like, we never got along, ever. And um, I literally didn't find out why they got divorced until last December. Or, like, last January, like, around, like, literally, like, this year, I, I, had no clue throughout from from sixteen years old to twenty eight years old. I had no idea why they got divorced until now.
1: Damn, that's crazy.
0: We never talked about it. I never asked. I never. I really, really never had the guts to ask. But once I found out, I understood. I understood mm. why we got in so much arguments. I understood why we never got along because. I reminded I reminded her of my dad. I look just like the motherfuckers, you know what I mean? That's my dad. So and I act just like him, you know what I mean? So I mean I I got it. But at the same time, like I used to beat myself up about it. Like as a kid, like I always be like, you know, what am I doing wrong? And, how can I fix it? Like I was like a pleaser, you know, because I, I just I just wanted to make her happy, you know, type shit. So, you know, coming up coming up in my uh my late, my late early childhood years and like my my teen years, I was like real like um timid. I was real, you know, okay, yes, you know, like a, a yes man. You know, I would just do whatever what the fuck everybody says and let people walk over me. And uh I didn't realize how much that affected me once I started dating, mm-hmm. you know, like having girls and stuff, I started dating like around like like sixteen, and uh, I was just doing what the fuck everybody says, <laughs> you know, like literally like everybody, like from you know the homies in the streets and you know the kids at school and the girls that I was dating, like I was just you know doing whatever. But like one thing I didn't do was I never did nothing that I wasn't comfortable with, ever. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. No, ever no, 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 like, yeah. I, like I'm like I'm 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 so stubborn. Like if I if I'm not comfortable, I'm not gonna do it.
1: Hell no. I don't care God who's
0: no. there. I don't care who you know. I don't care what's going on. Like, if I'm not comfortable, I'm not doing it. I, I don't give a fuck. I'm not. So, um, it, uh, it affected me in a bigger way than, like, I really thought it would. And, um, my first girlfriend cheated on me. Damn. Um, And it was the first time I felt like real, like real, like true hurt, cause it was a, it was the same year that my parents were getting divorced, so it was everything was still fresh, like all the wounds were still fresh and shit. So like you just open up a whole another door of different feelings. So like, and like the way I found out, like even though like she told me like flat out, but like the way I found out about it was fucked up, cause she like lied about it. She was like, um, you know how I told you I went to the movies with my friends. I was Like, yeah, she's like, I did, but I went with a guy. And I was like, okay, what are you trying to say? And uh, she was like, I ended up fucking him that night. And I was like, bro, like, I
1: hey, but at least she told you, she, right? But at the
0: time, I wasn't giving a fuck bro, I was pissed, like. You were, like, text a lot. I was, like, you were, like, pretty much, like, my first girlfriend or daddy. Like, you know what I mean? First guy I ever, I ever been with, like, physically, you know what I mean? Shit like that type shit. And um, that's the first time I ever felt heartbreak. I was crying, bro. I was I was at my aunt's house. I was at my aunt's house. Uh, Monte Kiba, I was at her house. And she came in. I was like, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? I was just, bro, I was fucked up. I was fucked up. <laughs> I I was a little simp back that's then, a, you know a, what I mean. I, that's I, the first love, yeah, was, right? <laughs> you don't know what the fuck. I like was that. a little simp back then, bro. I was, I, you know what I mean. I was, I was a little, little lover boy. So I was really in my feelings back then, bro. But I want to say, like,
1: <clears throat> I want to say,
0: like, uh, honestly, like my early twenties, like twenty one, no, nah, more like 22 23 Like I got out of that that soft boy stage, you know, like, even though, like, even though, like, I was in, like, gangs and shit, like, when it came to females, that shit was out the window, you yeah. know, because yeah. you don't, you don't, you don't act, you don't act hard with your female, you know what I mean, that's, that's just weird, bro, like, you don't gotta put up a show for, for no girl, bro, like, with the homies, it's cool, because, you know, we're men, That that's what we do, you know, That's just, it's a man thing, you know. You don't be like, Oh, what's up nigga to, you, to you, your girlfriend? Like what the fuck like you, you don't be dabbing <laughs> your girlfriend, shit like that. Like look at roll my face, like bro, you don't you don't do that shit, bro. That's just weird. Like like joking, like yeah, but like if you're shit about that shit, yeah, bro. I do it you you a weirdo, bro. Like, like if, uh, if y'all acting like it, your girlfriend is your big homie. It's a problem. <laughs> it's a problem, bro. Like that shit is so goofy. bro. I'm in the joking way because I like
1: to see her reaction. Right, right, like, like,
0: like it's 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 cute as shit when you when you when you fuck around. But if you serious about that shit, bro, like yeah, come on, yeah, bro. Like, she be like, nigga, please, like don't be weird, get bro. out of here with this. shit. <laughs> that, that, that shit was weird as fuck. So, um, but yeah, like when it came when, it, when when it came to females, I was, I, I, I was a different person. You know, as you should be. There's nothing wrong with that. Don't let anybody tell you, tell you otherwise. Because, yeah, that's, that's how it should be, you know. Be kind, be kind to your female. Respect your female. Love your female. And fuck up your homies. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, but, like, you know, in, like, a, a respectful way, you know, like, like like they say, boys will be boys. You know? Always. that is. what it is. But, uh, I don't know um um, following up with the whole, like, um, Depression thing, like, um, c- like dealing with that at a young age up until now, like, I've, I've been dep- I haven't been really depressed since I lost my sister, which was last year, March 15th. Uh, I lost her to a drunk driver. And um, after that, like, that's what really, like, really, 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 really fucking changed me. Like, mm-hmm. really changed me, like, uh, like 100%. Um, I was down for a while, and uh, I was vulnerable. And uh, that's what I'm mean, at. You know who? Uh, we ain't gonna talk about that. Man, we, ain't, we, ain't we ain't gonna cool talk me, about man. that. That's, that's all you gotta say. Man, we ain't gonna, all gonna all talk about say. that. Man. <laughs> <laughs> we are not gonna talk about that. But um, I was real vulnerable at the time. My feelings were were real like uh, weak, and I was in a, a soft spot. So that's the Last time I was real like real, real, real depressed, like extremely depressed, and I was thinking like having suicidal thoughts and stuff like that, like that ass like, I was literally walking down, you know, the 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 bridge over there when you, when you passed in between the mall and uh, the light? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I, would, I would walk back and forth to that mm-hmm. bridge, bro, just pacing back and forth, like, really just contemplating it for, like, months straight. I would go there at least, like, once once a night and just walk the bridge. And um, it wasn't the first time I did that. First time I ever tried to jump over a bridge was uh, 2017. I was with another bitch. We're not going to talk about her either. But <laughs> <laughs> um, it, it, it wasn't the females that were making me feel this way, per se. Like, they had something to do with it, but it wasn't just them. It was all the shit that I went through as a kid and as a teenager and as an adult. Like, like once you, like, get that mindset of everything is crashing down on me, all those bad memories just come flooding right out through, you know what I mean? And then, oh, yeah. and then oh, yeah. you get in this mode when you're like, what the fuck am I doing? Why am I here? Nobody loves me. Nobody cares about me. Like, that shit is real. Like, but it happens to the best of us. But the way I dealt with it was music, um, writing, and um, surprisingly, talking to people who understood me. And that's a big one. And I said, I said surprisingly because I never like opened up. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not really like a person who's like big on like opening up my feelings unless I'm like I really know you and like I fuck with you and like you know me like unless we're close I'm not about to open up to you it's not gonna That's happen serious. you know what I mean so um, those three things is really is what really got me through it and oh and, and prayer of course if um, I'm definitely I'm definitely a man I like God. like I, I, I don't go to church I'm not in my Bible every day <clears throat> I don't pray every day don't get me wrong like I'm not like this full fledged Christian, you know what I mean? I am I, 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 I am a Christian that is my religion, but I'm not in church all the time. I'm not, you know what I mean? But me and God have a relationship, you know. Yeah, it's not like a relationship, sure. like people are like under suppression, like Christians have to be good twenty four seven. Like bro, like nobody's perfect. That's literally physically impossible. It's physically impossible. Like no one is perfect. Like regardless, if you're a pastor, a minister, a deacon, usher, like whatever position you are in the church, like, but just know that those people are not perfect. They make mistakes too. People sin every day. That's just, that's nobody's a part, perfect, it's bro. a part, it's literally a part of life. <laughs> there's no you, way to get around that. You man. can't fake
1: it, bro. You can't right. fake like, it. Like, nobody's perfect.
0: There's no way you can get around it. But those are the ways that um I dealt with it. And for the longest time, I thought that talking about my feelings was so fucking stupid. I did. For the longest time. The long, like, I want to say like a good, like, until, like, I actually learned about, like, like emotions from, like, 13. I don't say until about, like, 26, 27 years old. So, like, maybe, like, a couple years ago, I just started talking about my feelings. Like, bro, like, I can't hold this shit anymore. Because that, over time, that shit bottles up. Yeah. And it, sh- it, it eats you alive. And all those negative thoughts stay, like, in the back of your head. So, you're, like, you know, once you get to the point, it's no stopping. And it becomes a habit, but it's, a, it's such a bad fucking habit, bro. Like, why well, I tell you, like, I pulled myself out of a dark place, bro. Like, I'm talking about dreams with the devil type shit, like mm-hmm. encounters with the devil type shit, like just on my way to hell, like just doing stupid shit and being in the streets and gangbanging and, you know, just 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 doing wild stuff like just anything and everything you know not, not not no drugs or alcohol or no, nothing like that cuz i don't i never drink, never smoke i'm i'm i never been into that kind of stuff but you know what's I, crazy though i was definitely a, i was definitely a violent kid i was i was hot headed yeah, yeah. i was hot headed go
1: ahead like through my like depression stage i ain't never you know stride towards drugs or alcohol never mm. but that's when i found football to help me with that shit because, you know, he was able to hit niggas. He was able to do all that, you know? So I was mm-hmm. able to take my anger out on the field. And that's when I really got hooked on football. I played football for 13 years. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I could have made it, you know, probably to college level, but, you know, wasn't playing for a good school. You know, that school was never getting looked at like that. So, yeah. you know, I didn't have scouts or none of that shit. Like, if I wanted to, play football in college though I probably would have to start at a junior college right which wasn't you know nothing wrong with that you know you gotta start somewhere right but football was literally like the biggest thing that helped me through depression yeah and music yeah I music, love music music bro. is a big one bro I love music bro the music is like, a big that's, one. I vibe to music anywhere everywhere bro like I gotta have music playing yeah It's so my shit yeah even when I go to sleep, shit. I be getting my airpods in. Yeah. Just curve out.
0: Music is a is a definitely a a big part of life, for sure.
1: Yeah, I ain't trying to sound like no sucker, but like I like rap that actually has like a story to it. Yeah. And like, you know, yeah. like that real shit, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool, you know, to listen to that hard ass shit, but at yeah. the same time I love listening to rap that has like a story like behind a story. it. Yeah. yeah. Because you learn from it. Yeah.
0: You learn from it. I feel like um, I feel like a lot of music nowadays just doesn't. It don't have that. There's like there's, there's a good like select few, but a lot of newer rappers. I'm talking like, at least like twenty, like like two thousand eight and up. All oh, that shit start going out the window. That's or or maybe maybe more like twenty like, thirteen fourteen. Around there,
1: and it's crazy because, like, you know, all the big artists, you know, they rap about almost yeah. the same shit—bitches, yeah Bidges, titties, ass, money. You Dries know what I'm money, saying? Weed, it's like pills. I listen to underground rappers mm-hmm. that hit way harder than you mm-hmm. know Drake or yeah know, Rick Ross and all that shit. Like, because yeah. they're different. Yeah, they actually rap about like real shit. About their lives, what they've been through. You know, what I'm saying like, I like shit like that. Yeah. Every once in a while, it's cool. You know, bump. You know, Drake, whatever, Chris Brown, whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I like most throughout the whole day. Like I listen to like other shit. Like, you know, you got some sad raps. You got some. What the fuck you call it? I've been trying to figure out this shit for a couple of days now, like the word for it. But man, we gotta come back to that because I, I, hella forgot about it. Like,
0: describe it. Describe it.
1: I. That's the thing. I'm trying to describe it, but I can't. Uh, so like, I've been stuck on it for a couple of days now.
0: Um. Kind of music I like. I, I, I like music that is just real i like shit that I, I can relate to you know but i like different types of music too like i don't just listen to reggae i'm just just listen to rmb i'm just listen to rap i i like some like i like some some dubstep shit here and there i like some yeah. chill step you know what i mean I, I listen to like classical piano every now and then and you know shit yeah. like that like really just like elevates your mind you know what i mean um or even you even stuff like um Like uh instrumentals. Like you would you like you you would see me and yeah. the first thing you was you would think is oh he listens to rap. You know, just just judge off of my appearance, like yeah of course I listen to rap. I love rap. Nineties all day, but I listen to like a lot of, a lot of other stuff too. Like there's more to life than just one Bro, one two. I, I can show job, you right job now, job like I
1: literally have a playlist whenever it, you know.
0: Copyright. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> we, can't. I we can't. We can't. No, we, nah, we, we, we can't. Yeah, man. I was just like, gonna show you like once we get some deals, we will start playing whatever, whatever on here, but. <laughs> um Yeah, I, I feel like a lot a lot of times music affects your mood too. You know what I mean. Like if, if you listen to Sasha, obviously you're gonna get put more of a mellow, a mellow mood, down mood, because you you start thinking about all the stuff that you've been through. If you're if you're listening like. Jumping stuff, like club shit, you know. Yeah. Shit that, that's booming, that's banging. You be jumping around in a good mood, you know what I mean? Bopping your head, you know. It's feel-good music. That's, that's what I call it. I call it feel-good music. It's just, it just makes you feel good. I, li- I, li- I like shit like that, but... Um,
1: I don't know, that's like... When there's music for, for every mood.
0: Yeah. You know?
1: And for, like, you know, different settings of the day, too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Morning. Morning. Clean music, you know what I'm saying? Chill music. <laughs> yep. Midday, that's when you bumping your hard yeah. shit. You know the night, that's when you know, either you can get back to the you know, chill shit. Or you get your R and B. You get to sad shit. Like it don't yeah. matter. But
0: or bump that gangster shit. That's <laughs> why I be fucking with heavy. You all know me. I fuck. I fuck with my uh. I fuck with my uh West Coast rappers the most. Shout out to. Uh, Shout out, shout out to LA man. Some of the best rappers come come, come out of LA. I just have only no, been up there no one cap, bro. time. That's just my opinion though. Like I'm, I'm like I said, I'm, I'm a West Coast, baby. I've i, I I'm West Coast a lot of die, bro. Like there's probably not one West Coast rapper I don't know that I I, I that I listen to. And I, that's a lot, bro. Like I'm not talking about just California in general. I'm talking about Portland, Washington, Arizona, like that's don't get don't get twisted, that's all the West Coast. Like it's all it's all the West Coast. But um music, big part of life. before life. Before I life. I low key should have pursued music, but at the time everybody was doing it. Everybody everybody, everybody was like, I'm gonna be rapping, I'm going like you know like I never had the balls of like yeah i can do both and just put 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 my shit out there you know what i mean I but just, a lot
1: of people wasn't taking it serious though yeah i know a lot of people that was filthy at that shit, but and they never didn't took take serious. it serious. yeah and it was like bro like if you actually would have pursued that like you could have been up there right but they didn't have that mindset that's the motivation part. it wasn't motivated you know yeah. what i'm saying not motivated and that's why like you know my family sees me as a go-getter because like if i think of something and I want that. Like, mm. I'm going to make sure I get that. Like, I ain't going to stop till I get that. Mm. And then, you know, like... Because I never asked my parents for, like, money. Right. I hated it, bro. Yeah. Like, I hated it. Probably, yeah. like, $20 or... You know what I'm saying? Like, that's that's it. But I will never ask them for... It's a pride thing. A hundred or two hundred. It's like, a pride thing,
0: bro. bro. I'm just, I, I don't like asking for shit because I know if... I know that if there's a way I can get it, I'm going to get it. So, I'm yeah. not, not going to ask for it. Like, asking for stuff is like such like a big, it's a big pride thing. I don't know if it's a man thing, but for me personally, I don't like asking for nothing, bro.
1: That's why when I turned 16, I was like, McDonald's, here I come. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, when I got my first check, that motherfucker was $213. Nigga, I thought it was big balling. I remember I was with this one, this one girl, right? I took her ass to McDonald's. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm not making
1: this shit up. Yo. I thought I was balling. I was like, get whatever you want. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, you want some ice cream? Like, right. you get some ice cream. Like, <laughs> dude, I thought I was balling, but it was treat and treat. Yeah. I, nah, I was. I was feeling myself there. <laughs> that was like what
0: sophomore year balling, in high school. Balling like, off the dollar, man. You. Shit,
1: she could have got whatever she wanted. <laughs> <like>, I was <don't laughs> nigga, she she could have took. Ticket and cash down, I wouldn't even care. You want like, a burger? <laughs> eat a burger. <laughs> yeah, that to oh, me. Funny nah, as hell. I was feeling myself when I got my first check. Because I was like, I'm in high school. Yeah. got my own money. Because yeah. I, I used to just go to school for like $5, $10. And then yeah. one of the homies will have a card. like, hey, let's go You know, buy a Little Caesars pizza. Because you know how they're like $5? They just had debit cards
0: in her high school? Nigga, I had cash, nigga. I'm like say, t- I, had, I, had, I, had, I didn't get my first debit card so I was, I think seventeen. I was sixteen when I got my or, first debit card. No, no, no. I was eighteen. I had to be eighteen. No, no, no. I was seventeen. I was seventeen. I was seventeen.
1: Yeah, I was sixteen. That was because when I turned when I got the job at McDonald's, they were giving me that like prepaid Visa shit. I was I like seventeen? 18. They were giving me that prepaid Visa shit. So I I my little, my, I mean, my big brother didn't like that. So he was like, I'm just. Get your account with me, mm. so I did that. So BECU, so I had a debit card for a minute now. I had a bank too, but fuck BECU. I <laughs> <laughs> heard their ass, bro. Their ass, they're, bro. They're like shit when
0: you when your money's gone.
1: Nothing.
0: I had Chase my whole my whole my, my whole
1: like. I, I had life.
0: Chase, but they were kind of grimy. I did not think nah, kind of grimy. I'm not gonna
1: lie. Why, well, they made hella of money off y'all niggas on overdraft fees.
0: I don't pay. I don't have overdraft fees.
1: You have the account secured, right? Yeah. To where you don't. But I'm just saying, like niggas that don't do that. Yeah. They made over a mil off of them.
0: Well, yeah, because niggas are dumb, like spending spending stuff that they don't have the money for. And it is, it backsfire on them because their check gonna get taken, you know. Yeah, so they gonna so. have
1: no money. Then they're like, "Oh, I just overdraft the Nah, like, bro, I mean, I'm so not, I
0: mean, like, like whose fault really is it though? Like, he, they they give you an option to have the option to have an overdraft fee, and if you say yeah, like, bro, like, if you go over that limit, that's that's really on you.
1: I say no, to, I say no all the time, cause when I was when I was young, I used to thought that shit was cool. Like, right. I don't got money, but I still got money, you know. Right. But I seen like that was just by me in you drown, house, drown you one day. Like that was drowning drown me, you bro. In like <laughs> I wasn't able to enjoy my money like I wanted to. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you live and you learn, so, therefore, I ain't do no more dumb shit like that again.
0: Yeah. You wanna uh, I guess that, that, that was good. That was good. That was um, good. You, you, want, you, you wanna wrap it up? Yeah, we can wrap it up. You wanna give any shout outs?
1: Man, shout out to my family, shout out to Isaiah, you know, shout, shout out to family, you, man. you know what I'm saying? For sure. You know? I ain't it's never true. thought i would be
0: doing no podcast, honestly. Same, bro. bro. Finally doing it, though, getting it done. Shit, finally. What, after like a month?
1: Two. <laughs> Two? Two. Damn. Nah, we did it, though. Yeah, just
0: patience is key. Yeah. Patience is key. Um, you you want to shout out your, your, your IG or anything? IG or Facebook or whatever? Honestly. Any, 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 I don't any, even know my IG. Any social media?
1: <laughs> I only use Snapchat, so you know TJ. Let me know, that's what it is. Or you go on Instagram, TJ's World with three D's, with a, a comma and an S.
0: Okay. Um, like I said, I don't see me. At, I I don't have Snapchat. I don't have Facebook. I don't, I don't I don't fuck with none of that stuff. But I got I got IG here on my IG, K I N G underscore D E underscore L A. _underscore R O S A King de la Rosa. You'll see my picture on there. Uh, with, with the two flags, the Dominican and Jamaican flag next to it. Um, also, y'all check out uh the car company Broken Hearted. Uh, if you see me driving on my car, you, you see it on, on my sticker. It's in my uh, it's in my link. And uh, this podcast will be on Spotify. And eventually, when we we'll get some cameras, it's gonna be on YouTube. So, um, for now, it'll be it'll be just an audio. But uh, I don't know. We might record it with our our phone someday or something, just to see how it goes and uh, see where it takes us. But uh, yeah, it's the rose Gun podcast. Um,
1: Man, just wait till we get this camera. It's yeah. gonna go. It's about to go crazy down. Bro. I, I got it's I got a list go of guests
0: about to come in. I got some uh up upcoming rappers on my list. Like you know, and if and if uh I hit you in your DMs, I actually want to be a podcast, bro. Just 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 come through and support, bro. Just Share it with your friends. Tag it. Again, it's called the Rose Garden Podcast. Uh, it's your boy, Kingston, a.k.a. Big Looney. I'm out of here.